Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Sadly, we are rounding out with day six of our time management principles from the Bible devotion on the Bible mm-hmm. app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. I am sad this one's ending. I thought I it's been like a more practical. It's been very good. But very needed, because I feel like the past few years, we've done ones that are kind of like the whole New Year, New Me, mm-hmm. but I feel like this one is tackling something much deeper which is yeah. like what are our priorities instead of just like filling up our calendar mm-hmm. filling up our to-do list and stuff like that like where is God actually taking us and then how do we pursue that so Amen. anyways the scripture is Mark chapter 1 verses 29 through 38 and they say this after Jesus left the synagogue with James and John they went to Simon and Andrew's home now Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever They told Jesus about her right away. So he went to her bedside, took her by the hand, and helped her sit up. Then the fever left her, and she prepared a meal for them. That evening after sunset, many sick and demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. The whole town gathered at the door to watch. So Jesus healed many people who were sick with various diseases, and he cast out many demons. But because the demons knew who he was, he did not allow them to speak. Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. Later, Simon and the others went out to find him. When they found him, they said, everyone is looking for you. But Jesus replied, we must go on to other towns as well, and I will preach to them too. That is why I came. I just love the demons. Know his name. Know his name. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just every time. Gets and honestly, me so sometimes fired up. they fear him more than we do. Yeah. Like no, a I'm, like a reverent yeah. respectful fear. They they're aware of his power. Yeah. And glory. Okay. Anyways, the devotional is titled Just Say No, and it says this. As Mark opens up his account of Jesus's ministry, he portrays the savior on a healing spree, driving out demons from a man in the synagogue and healing Peter's mother-in-law at her home in Capernaum. That same evening, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many. Not surprisingly, the next morning, the disciples rushed to Jesus and said, Everyone is looking for you. Clearly, the town had gotten wind of Jesus' miraculous powers to heal and wanted an encore on day two. But Jesus said no. And what likely came as a shock to the disciples, Jesus said, Let us go on to the nearby villages that I may preach there also. For this purpose I have come. This is the first, but clearly not the last time we hear Jesus utter the word no in the Gospels. Why did Jesus say no? Clearly, he had the power to heal more people. Clearly, he had the desire to alleviate the pain in these people's lives. But while Jesus may have wanted to heal more people, he knew he had a limited time on earth to fulfill his purpose. Jesus didn't come to earth just to heal and reveal his identity. He came to preach about the gospel in preparation for the passion he would perform on the cross. Jesus was crystal clear on his purpose, and this led him to say no to good things in order to focus on the essential thing he came to earth to do. If Jesus couldn't say yes to everything, 
Neither can we. Fire. (laughs) (laughs) You and I have limited time and resources to make the most of the time we have left. It is critical that we get super clear on what we believe God has called us to do and get in the habit of saying no to opportunities, even really good ones, that distract us from our essential mission. Remember, you are alive for a purpose. I pray the scriptures we have explored over the past six days will challenge us to be wise about how we spend what time we have left on this earth, using the final hours to love God, love others, and make disciples of Jesus Christ through our lives and our work. Yeah, I really like this devotional. So good. I um, don't have a ton to add aside from just encouraging you all that sometimes we can feel paralyzed with the the uncertainty or uncertainty rather of what God is calling us to do. Mm -hmm. I have personally felt that many times. And I just want to encourage you that sometimes in life, more often than not, we have a big like capital P purpose, which is to love God, to serve him, to love our neighbor and all those things. But then we also have our little P purposes that are where we currently are and how we walk that out more as like a calling in that moment. And so I just want to encourage you that in all ways, we always need to be loving and serving God, Mm -hmm. right? And then the practical ways are, okay, where are we at in our current life stage and how do we walk that out intentionally right now? And sometimes we get those flipped where we're trying to do, we're trying to turn our current vocational calling into the big calling. And we won't act as if we, we won't act if we don't know what that big thing is. Mm -hmm. But the big thing is loving God and serving his people. And then you can do that for through a variety of ways. Mm -hmm. I'm not knocking this profession, but even people who work in waste management, Mm -hmm. they are serving the communities by helping to remove waste and Mm -hmm. put it in an isolated location. Like that's serving. Car mechanics are serving people. They're helping people get to work. Grocery clerks who are stocking shelves are are helping people get food that they need to provide for their family. We're not going to, we're not going to keep going on if we don't have food, you know? Mm -hmm. So all these things are important unto God, and we need to not just make sure that we're looking at this like really big, cool ministry-type efforts as the only things that we can do. Mm-hmm. But there are so many, uh, you know, what people would brand secular type of work that are important to God's kingdom. Absolutely. They're super important, and we can find purpose inside of those rather than just saying, like, okay, well, here's, like— Christian Chad, who's like doing cool things and ministering and all this stuff. But then, okay, but then there's this side where it doesn't really feel spirit led. It's like, no, God's in all things. Yeah. And I think I love how I said I don't have anything to say, but I'm getting all fired you up. always have something I, to say. I'm so sorry. I don't sorry know I do why that you, you ever say you don't have anything to say. I say it sometimes because <laughs> I'm just so thankful for the devotional and that yeah. it provided something for all of us. Yeah. But then I start sharing some of what I pulled from it and I'm like, Oh wait, actually I pulled a little bit more than I thought from that. Yeah. I um, And then the last thing <laughs> I'll say great. is just the beauty of having the freedom of saying no to a good thing. I think that's yeah. just so beautiful. Yeah. That's definitely what I was going to touch on is it's so easy to say yes. And I know that we talked about it a little bit yesterday of just that overcommitment and overestimating how Mm -hmm. much you can get done. And I love that we can look at Jesus's life because I think that so often we think no is rude Mm -hmm. or unloving, unloving. And it's like, if Jesus can say no to really good things, like healing the sick, right? Like truly Mm -hmm. like what's better than like healing the sick? Well, for him, he was like, 
what is better is me preaching the gospel because that's what I've come here to do. I know that I am on mission. And so I think it again goes back to that deep why, that deep mission. And so when we're faced with, hey, can you come do this? Hey, can you go do this? Hey, can you get this in at this time? We can come back to actually, I know that God is calling me to this right now. And if I say yes to that, then I'm not going to get this thing done. Mm -hmm. And so I need to have that like intentionality behind every hour of every day of every task and bringing the Holy spirit in and, and truly like taking away that connotation that no is a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a God thing. Like Mm -hmm. if Jesus can say no, then that means no is in our vocabulary for Mm -hmm. a reason so that we can say yes to that better thing. Yeah. And I just want to speak into some people's um, current situation that maybe you're afraid of saying no for the fear of like FOMO, like the Mm -hmm. fear of missing out. And I just want you to know that you're not missing out. The kingdom is awaiting us. There's so much that God has for us. I know things on earth are very tempting, you know, to want to go hang out with friends or go to that football game or go shopping or go on this vacation or experience this thing, go buy whatever it may be. There's so many tempting things that we don't want to miss out on. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. And I'm not saying we shouldn't meet up with community and stuff. What I'm saying is, is that sometimes I've said yes to stuff that I definitely should not have said yes to for the fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. And I just want to give you permission that you have permission to say no because you're not missing out. You're absolutely not missing out. And I think it's important to not allow our, our, the, the fear to like get us, um, making decisions that we wouldn't otherwise make. If we, if we were yeah. feeling fully content in Christ, mm-hmm. if we're feeling fully full and complete in him, yeah. we wouldn't be making these decisions. Yeah. And we're being led by peace and we're not making decisions yeah. based on fear. Yeah, And you're being led yeah. by abundance as right. well, yeah. where you're not feel like, Oh, I'm, I, I would be better if I had that. You're, yeah. You you already have everything you need, and then now you can make a, a you can make like a better decision because mm-hmm. you're not operating out of lack and scarcity. Yeah. So good. Want to pray something out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the beautiful example that Jesus sets for us every single day. God, in the practical ways, Father, that um. I just pray that you would give us and empower us to say no to even the good things that we need to say no to so that we're available to say yes to the things that you have called us to on a day-to-day basis, Father. I pray that you would take the fear away, that we would not be basing our decisions on fear, but we would be basing our decisions with your peace and your clarity and that should be exciting, Father. I pray that like all fear is removed, that it is broken off of us. The only fear that we will have is that holy, reverent fear of you. And from that, we can operate in freedom. And so, Father, I pray that if there's anyone out there who is lacking clarity on their purpose, on their mission, on that deep sense of why they're on earth right now, Father, that you would just... Mm-hmm. Bring them clarity, Father, that you would remind them of their 
capital P purpose, which is to love you, to love people, and to make disciples of Jesus Christ. And then also to just be aware of the talents and the giftings that you have given them specifically and uniquely, Father, to advance your kingdom here on earth, whether that's in a ministry capacity or not, Father, whatever that looks like for them, I pray that you would just give them the confidence to walk in it today. We love you and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we're talking to you tomorrow. Au revoir.